it's not only that it's happening all the time, it's happening an infinite amount of times yeah. right now. Yeah. Right this second, there is an infinite amount of stars being born. And here we are. We're just sitting here, just moving yeah. at 25 miles an hour up, <laughs> up Breton. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Makes me feel real small. Stopping at BP, yep. getting a six pack. There you go. Yep. And all the while, it's just... <laughs> the universe is just like on a fringe, just hauling ass. This episode of Eclipse on Tap is brought to you by Endo Cafe. Endo Cafe is a CBD Velo Cafe based in Lancaster, Pennsylvania that brings you high-quality CBD products at an affordable price. Why Endo? Why Endo? Why Endo? I'll tell you right now. Endo has two meanings, but carries one vision. To deliver high-quality, transparent CBD products to their customers at affordable prices. Whether you're active and prone to overdoing the occasional endo, or your body's endocannabinoid needs a boost, they have the right product for you. Sourcing from CGMP FDA registered facilities, all extracts are closely tested for heavy metals, pesticides, residual solvents, and potency. For 15% off your first order of Endo's CBD line, visit www.endocafe.com and enter the code Eclipse15 at checkout. Welcome back to Eclipse on Tap, the podcast where we talk about eclipses of all kinds and space in general to episode 51. Welcome back, everybody. Headed towards a century. Yeah, we're on the back half. We're on the back half now of uh, of 50, uh, or sorry, of 100. Well on our way. So uh, yeah, welcome back in this month of January, first episode of 2022 as well. Uh, exciting year ahead, no doubt. Um, lots of fun stuff. We're rocking some of our new apparel. Oh yeah, sweatshirt, vest, new the goosey vet. vest. Yep. Yep. New, that uh, was a delivery this week. Yeah, fresh off the, uh, fresh off the print. Yeah, yeah. The I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's we're super not nice. revealing that yet, are we? We're oh, we're keeping that yeah. hush until the yeah. uh, the big uh, release day. So uh, we've we could. What do you? What do you I don't mean to intervene, but here, what about the the. the <laughs> Cut me out. <laughs> what about February eighth for a release date? Mm-hmm. Because if we're going to record at at uh, speciation, we'll have all of the kit. I've I've kind of tentatively on the the group emails just said everybody plan to pick your kit up there, have a couple of beers at speciation, mm-hmm. then we do the release there. We do the release there. Yeah. So one question though is, do we want to get some legit photos? Like we, we, we could, we could, it could be like a f- to be there that night. I'm sure I, would. I don't know if it'll be, would there be enough time to like mash all that in one day? Oh, Cause we're going to uh, record yeah, probably from seven to nine. We could do photos um, at like one of our houses later on. Yeah. Do like a, a day where we're out, like actually well, we, riding. We could get the photos done before, right? Yeah. Cause we're going to get it before the first and put them up on the screen. So, well, so that's everyone in the audience at the speciation. Well, yeah. we, we used to like on, on the teams <laughs> I used to be assholes. on, we used to do these like uh, team presentations. So you'd go to like a brewery and like that they would announce you and like you'd yeah. come out and then like the team director each would talk. statistics. Yeah. yeah. Each, each, well, the director would, would talk about all of the, the different, uh, once know, let out accolades, accolades of the team. Carl for a yeah. third place finish at Grattan. There you go. Yeah. No, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that'd be really fun. If we, so if we got the kit soon, we could arrange some sort of photo shoot 
Yeah. Even if it was just for from the, with the three of us. And then we do the kit pass out day the same day we record on the 8th. And then... Then do the, the and official show, release. show the photos yeah. on the... Yeah. On the I screen. like it. Yeah. yeah and I, I think that'd be good too. Like, you know, I think it's a good idea to have all of our guys come in. It's a new partner, Speciation. I mean, yeah. like, yep. we're excited about them. Want to get to know them. Want them to know who we all are. And, uh, like... The fact that we're recording there that day, let's just let's do the kit handout that day, and um, yeah, we'll just, it's going to be a speciation EOT party. Yeah, it'll be awesome. So Mitch and Ward, uh, Mitch the owner of Speciation Ales in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and then Ward, um, who works kind of on the creative side of things, helping them come up with the best and brightest beers and in all of Grand Rapids. Um, they will be on our February episode, so episode fifty-two. A very special one uh, hosted at at speciation ales and it sounds like also the reveal of our 2022 kit now it does so, sounds like it yeah official so it's official so, and i say with as far as the as far as this stuff goes these are like teasers because yeah. like, technically that and this are kind of like the yeah same. they are they're teasers. I mean, we yeah. got the mission patch that's yeah. definitely yeah. new but yeah. but the color scheme it's like oh i wonder what their kit's gonna look like mm. oh yeah, yeah. these are just the warm-ups man we got we got warm-ups before we, we get got... too far into this can we crack a beer yes yeah all right what do we got? Ecliptic Brewing, Doppelback, EO. IO, I think. IO? Yeah. IO, EO, IO. EO, IO, IO. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jupiter's moon, IO, is a dense and highly active celestial body, which makes its fitting inspiration for this full bodied and flavorful Doppelback. We brewed this with dark German style or this dark German style lager with a variety of dark grains and notes of highly toasted bread, dark fruits and toffee. Nom, 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 hmm. nom, nom. Magnum and carb, uh, or I'm sorry, Kazbek hops top it all off. Let's raise a glass to this bold, flavorful brood. Let's do it. What Cheers. do we got for ABV here? I think it's Ooh, 7.2. 7.2. It's a lager too, isn't it? Yeah. That's yeah. a heavy lager. Yeah. It heavy. sounds dark based Darker. on the, Based on the write-up. Yeah, seasonal, maybe like more of a seasonal flavored yeah. lager. Well, yeah, we'll find out for fall, sure. F- fall to winter lager. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Colette and uh, John Harris. Crack it. From Ecliptic uh, <sighs> for sending us an awesome allocation of beers. This actually is from... Um, yeah, dark. Look how dark that is. Ooh, yeah. Very nice. dark. It's nice. like an amber Am- ale. Yeah, I was going to say very amber. Um, this was actually from last month's... Um, generous share of beers from we, um, we didn't quite get to this one we did on not the last recording no they've been sending us some real hefty ones including the ones they sent for this episode which are all uh something maybe we'll dig into a little in the second half in that yep. uh, those are those ones are heavy duty so cheers let's cheers let's taste this one cheers boys episode 51 oh i likey it's good mm. Very yeah, good. it's lighter than it looks in terms of the taste. Like it, it doesn't. You definitely it, get the fruit. You get that sweetness from the fruit. Like yeah. I was expecting, kind of a malty based on the color. Yeah, a malty ale, yeah. and it's it's definitely got some of that fruit sweetness. You know that beer that I've talked about before called Semiklaus. Yeah, yeah. It, this is what the that's kind of what yeah. it tastes like. But the yeah. Semiklaus is like fourteen <laughs> percent. Yeah. So, but it's the same same looks very plum colored or or, or dark amber. Yeah. And kind of tastes like uh, like fig stone fruit like i that. taste the bread i for sure taste the bread in this the bread <clears throat> i've got i, I like definitely like the the 
like Matt was saying, like fig slash like any kind of a, one of those like dark dried fruits, you know, like a yeah apricot or fig or whatever. Dried fig Newton, dried plum. Yeah, it tastes like a fig Newton kind of yeah. in some way. It's very very good. Um, so cheers to them for sending me, yeah sending that. Yeah, and then real, real quick back on the topic of our other um, beer partners at Speciation, they were just recently named. I saw I believe it was Hop Culture Magazine as the best brewery in Grand Rapids. Yeah. Based yeah. on shocking, yeah, exactly. Not right. really, not not really shocking at all. But huge congrats. I mean, they're they're yeah. still, they're not that old. It's not like a founder situation where they've been around since 1996. Coming around on five yeah. years, right? They're coming up on five years yeah. actually, February 11th. So right, well, that'll be one of our promos during February 8th episode. I'm sure is that we'll be pu- pushing that with them yeah. for that next weekend. So five years, and you're already the best. Uh, it goes to show what kind of work they put into their beers and their amazing venue so unique taste for sure i feel like we haven't i haven't been over there in a while i mean yeah yeah i've been i've been a couple times i think it was right Um, right before the holidays i went oh gotcha okay i don't know we've been busy and then we got sick well we went as a group um Mm -hmm. that what what was it julia's birthday yeah it was yeah Yeah. late october so it's a great spot and um congrats to them you know it's it's just yeah yeah it's maybe just another magazine or whatever but if you're consistently up on the top like this across like pretty well, much everyone's viewpoint yeah. i mean like we're beer city i mean arguably beer city like you mm-hmm. can throw portland Asheville, a number yeah. of other cities in that but we've been i think twice at least we've been voted beer city so to be the best in this town yeah it's, is is something it's the real deal well, i mean um, only five years in i mean that's that's another thing too i mean like hell we you're batting about. like over yeah almost 40 percent yeah. yeah, you've been around for five years and you won it twice. Yeah, I mean, so, so they've uh, they've really come together um, well in their five years of of brewing and yeah. to have suddenly accrued or climbed their way to the top. Yeah, so that was I think based on some statistics that were like user based and uh, like you know drink people that just vote and people then checking also, in on Swarm. Yes, stuff like that, uh, untapped reviews, stuff like that. Uh, uh, kind of just the I just said stuff like that yeah. two times, three times. Yeah. Um, but stuff it, like that, you know, just stuff like well, that. Look at their size too. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not a big operation and no. then you compare it, you know, you've got a nationally distributed brewery and founders here. You've got new Holland here. Yeah. Some massive ones. Yeah. Like yeah. big players. I mean, yep. no matter where you are, those are big players. Well, that's the thing. I think it's a, it's a new, for a lot of people, it's like a, a fresh new taste, you know, yeah. not, it's not like your typical, you know, founders and things like that. There's, a, a fresh new feel and taste to, to everything they got there. I mean, whether it's, you know, think one of the about, sours or think about what would happen if we could get speciation and ecliptic together, do a collaboration brew. Seriously. They'd, they'd have a good baby. The universe might explode. Those yeah. are the kinds of things that I think that we, that's, you know, we, we've talked as we kind of eclipsed our 50th episode. Um, we, when we, when we kind of were, were around that time, we were doing a lot of reflection and, just if that were to occur, that would be so cool because us facilitating that relationship would just be beyond and like wildest dreams for me. Yeah. I mean, you got to think Ecliptic is number one brewery in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. I mean, then we pair them up with Speciation. Yeah. And they've already, they've paired up with Bells in the past. So it's not, the, the yeah. Michigan pair ups are, are, are not unprecedented. So that's something oh, for we, the, yeah. We pair them up and we record episode, let's call it 55. Yeah, with both breweries present, that John Harris really flies fun, yeah. in. Yeah, because they and then they could come with us to the eclipse too. It yeah, with John. They oh. um, yeah. the 
I think those collabs that that uh, Ecliptic has been doing, one of the two of them, one of the respective parties, does fly out, like fly out and brew that day. Like, okay, we're gonna brew the beer together physically, and you know, kind of put our heads together, and that would be really fun. Excuse me, t- to be involved in those um, conversations okay. yeah. about like, what kind yeah. of beer is it gonna be? What kind of? Um, I'd say we just present it, and then we get fifty two, and we're there. We should yeah. be like, hey. We got another partner out Pacific Northwest, and they know. You've obviously yeah. heard of Ecliptic. Yeah, I know. Ward Ward knows. Yeah, we yeah. get to pick Let's one ingredient though. Put that's, two that's and two together thing. and make meteorite quintuplets. <laughs> yeah, it would it would be so cool uh, just to have facilitated that relationship, uh, dream come true. So maybe I, I I foresee that as something that we can achieve. So we'll be working yeah. hard towards um, and. and that's that'd be a perfect space promotion type beer you know our main mission to promote space and all that so you have a a brewery obviously dedicated to space and ecliptic you have speciation who clearly has a passion for science and for space with their with their seltzers it'd be perfect i think also if we pitch it i mean even if it's not in the next like year yeah just i mean two years from now for the eclipse we could do a special 2024 eclipse beer with them that'd be fun yes yeah. It would be, this is, I foresee this as a very real possibility. Yeah. Making magic every day yeah. here at Eclipse on Tap. Where we get to add one one thing. We get to pick one uh, ingredient for the, the beer. Aphids. Yeah. <laughs> Aphids. <laughs> Aphids hops. If you are a listener yeah. of the last five episodes of this podcast, you know what we're talking about with aphids and beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be amazing. So... Cheers to uh, cheers to Ecliptic Brewing. Cheers to Speciation Artisan Ales. Two of the best beers. I can breweries. go for another one of these. Yeah, these yeah. Are, this is this, good. This is really good. The Io Dappelbach, very good. We'll post up a, a little a little shot of this, this one too. This would be um, drinking the whole thing though. Be it it hit different. You it know would. What I mean, it's it a it's a slow sipper. Yeah. It's not like a lager that you you know can chug through. Yeah, you're not. Uh, but it's it, it's this very isn't much, a Coors Light. No, no, no. It's it's very much. Yeah, you sip and enjoy. Yeah. Yep. It's going down easy. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Coors Light, talking about maybe what's going on, I just got back from a spot that distributes Ecliptic. First time I've ever Lucky. seen it in the stores. Yeah. Yep. Colorado. So a uh, good friend of mine, Jake uh, Siddle, it was his bachelor party up in Breckenridge. And I was very pleased to see that uh, the, the the beer shop that we went to, the kind of wine, liquor, and beer shop we went to, stocked it, had a full cooler full. Full door yeah. full almost. Well, half a door, you know. All sorts. It was amazing. So I got some Stardust IPA. They're classic. You know, that is Stardust to Ecliptic is what like too hard it is to Bells. It was like their go to Dude, I loaned yeah. you my, my board bag. Yeah. You could have easily loaded that up. Yeah. I should have and just FedExed your board home. Especially because yeah. No, no, uh, this is my board. I know it weighs nine hundred pounds. Yeah. I, and I was able to check that. So I mean that's the thing I re- I realized when I was bringing I brought Underberg to Colorado. And I was like, I know that when you check a bag, you can obviously, you know, liquids aren't as big of an issue as if it wasn't going on the plane. It's not like you have to be less than three ounces. It turns out if it's less than 25% ABV, there is no limit to the amount of liquid alcohol you can bring on oh, a yeah. checked bag. Huh. 25%? If it's over, so, tw- yeah. So basically you just can't bring hard liquor. Well, you can. If it's over 25%, it's max out at five liters. So still a lot. Oh, that's a shit ton. Huh. Yeah. Five liters? Yeah. But but meaning though, if it was under 25%, which is pretty much all wine and beer, yeah. you could, uh, you'd probably want to be smart about it with bubble wrap or something, but you could literally fill an entire package. And it's a carry on. An, an entire, um, entire suitcase is yeah. like a big yeah. suitcase, big ass suitcase with like just cases of ecliptic and zip it up, check it. Southwest. Yeah, baby. Yeah. I mean, oh. 
the should've, wheels should've are turning now. So I mean, you yeah. can find cheap flights out to Colorado. Yeah, you can. All you got to do is get off the plane, find a liquor store nearby. Yep, that's how we'll get ecliptic, it. <laughs> yeah, turn around twenty minutes later, and you're on a bird back home. Yeah, if you're dying to get some ecliptic, maybe that's the best way. So it was really cool to see it in the store. It's the first time that's happened, you know, for me. Yeah, um, yeah. to see it out in, on the shelves. Um, I saw Stardust. I saw the. What was you the said they one? had like six different types. Yep, right? they had the. Um, orange the Karina peach sour mm. ale yeah we've had that year-round sour yeah. they're one yeah. of the few few that do that um yeah lots of lots of good options so i got the stardust really enjoyed that while we were out in colorado up high yeah. in the mountains folks we aren't um telling you it's a good idea to fly out there and get yourself an ecliptic but you should fly out there and actually go to ecliptic and enjoy yes. a burger while you get some beer on your way back so get some swag get some get a t-shirt get a hat get a burger oh yeah maybe a few few uh, cases of beer as well and then fly home absolutely yeah don't, don't be a stranger don't be a stranger i'll hit whatsoever. both of them hit moon room too yeah moon room is looking awesome um their second location there in portland oregon we are huge fans of ecliptic brewing and appreciate their ongoing kind of support of this podcast and so um cue the ecliptic ad <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was a fun cue. recording yeah insert i mean yeah. we, we can talk about it can't we yeah yeah, yeah. we can yeah. yeah so we were up at uh merlin hoot the the northern michigan recording studio and over the new year's and mm-hmm. we're like you know we we always talk about all right we we got ecliptic we got underberg we've got you know george at rockford bike shop we've got um who else do we record there um uh, we did five we also did underberg Oh yeah. We well, just, no, I said Underberg. Oh, you did. Didn't I? Endo. E- Eclip- oh, Endo. En- yeah, endo, endo. I didn't mention. Yeah. I felt like there was another one. But anyhow, we were like, let's just record some spots for those guys. And when we do our Underberg break at the middle, yep, you, you get a little reminder of like who's helping us out. Speaking of which, I should go get us some from the pub at Pub Thirty Nine A. Yeah. Prep for the uh, break. Yeah. yeah, the Underberg yeah. break. Yeah. But yeah, that was really fun. That yeah, was really fun. it was. It was really fun recording, and it. I don't know, like. For me, it's a reminder of how many people support this podcast, want to be involved with mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah, it's just, it's cool. It's cool. Feeling. We did a good job. I mean, oh, yeah. I think we did a I think good our, job. I think, these, um, corny. I think they'll yeah. be really pleased. Yeah. Mine's a little corny, but yours is terrible. I'm yeah. Kidding. <laughs> kidding. But no, it's good. They, they all turned out good and they're all a little bit different too, which is what I, you know, some are more conversational, some are more, um, I don't want to call it scripted, but like, yeah. No, I was literally reading off a script. For I was that too mind, for Underberg. Yeah. <laughs> I just talked shit about George. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. did. Yeah, and that that was a perfect uh, spot for him and the promotion for Rockford Bike Shop, of course. Yeah. So we had a blast doing that. So for episode fifty-two, if you hear a couple of those, um, hopefully they go easy on us. Yeah, go easy on us. Of, hopefully they make our you, performance. Maybe they'll make you laugh. Um, but hopefully, if if anything, they'll just remind you, of, like Nathan said. Of the, of the partners of ours that support the podcast and that we've become really good friends with. Um, we think it's it's neat to share their success with our listeners. So yeah. Uh, yeah. definitely something we want to continue doing. And uh, with that, any, well, what else is going on? It wasn't, well, we have space I mean, news to talk about. We have a lot of space you news. Lots of space news. Second half, or we, you no, want to get into it? it? We can get into it. All right. Let's get yeah. deep. Let's get deep. Yeah. So, biggest space news um, for episode 50, 51 is definitely the James Webb Space Telescope. And um, we were looking up some some fact facts on uh, on James Webb himself. 
Jay. I didn't know who the who the hell he was. I didn't either, and I, f- I feel uh, I feel bad for not knowing because he he really did play an essential essential role in the progression of NASA. He was uh, the second appointed administrator of NASA back in the '60s. So in a really important time, where Mercury and Gemini and the very early days of Apollo were were just getting going, he oversaw all that. And uh, so it makes a lot of sense as to why he would be yeah. granted this name, the James yeah. Webb Space Telescope, because he was a very important individual. And it took them uh, quite a while to uh, to make this telescope. It sure did. About yeah, thirty years. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. that was the most the most uh, kind of mind blowing that and the cost of it. Uh, yeah. But the mind blowing stat was yeah, just how long it had been in production. Nineteen ninety six yeah. is when they first decided that they wanted an ad- sorry an advanced space telescope beyond what Hubble was capable of. You know, Hubble had just deployed I was six just years say, earlier. I was just going to say, is this designed for a different purpose than Hubble, or is it, you know, just that much technolo- technologically advanced uh, from Hubble that it's going to provide that much more info, just, or is it, I don't is think it it's, like you're looking yeah. deep space with one and, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, um, just an upgrade, I think. I mean, as far as imaging is concerned, mm-hmm. I think it just can, it can see that much more. But yeah, I know it's from what I understand, but yeah, when they were during the launch, when they were kind of talking about it in the lead, the leadings, uh, leading up points to that launch, which occurred on Christmas day, 2021. So not just a little less than a month ago, the general intent of it is to check into the early stages, maybe the formation of our universe. That's its goal is okay. to capture images that are, you know, stars that were forming millions of years ago, you know, billions of years ago. Uh, the first galaxies in our universe. So identifying that to see if it can build a good timeline of the history of our universe more, more so than what they already have, which is, that is a mind bend. Like to think about that, like we're launching it now, hoping to see a star that developed, call it a hundred million years ago. Yeah. And the light's just getting here. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And then you can piece together the time frame of, like when things happened in the universe. That's crazy to yeah. think about. And just some of the galaxies, like so tra- I don't know exactly what the uh, what the life cycle of a galaxy is, but I would assume yeah. that the first galaxy formed in our universe is I would think it's no a longer. long time. A long <laughs> a ass life time cycle. Ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, I mean, you, uh, we're, it would be until the star explodes. Yeah. Right? Well, and then that's the thing too is that you think until all that. of them explode, right? Yeah. Well, so like a ga- well, yeah, cuz a galaxy is m- many solar systems. Yeah. So yeah. Until yeah. they all burn out, and then it just becomes a big black hole, I think. Yeah, I wonder how that... That's a good question, actually. How would... have Tweet have, at us. Tweet at us if you know the answer. Yeah, you, we, there's some smart people that follow us. We could call Race Chaser Dad have and ask there, him. Has, has there been a galaxy that has imploded? We probably don't know, know because like, we're see, the, the light we're seeing is so old. Yeah. We don't even know. It, it probab- God, they probably this have. This is a mind bend. They probably have. Seriously. That's what I was just about to say is that they probably... A lot of the images and the stars and... Um, and and what have you that that even like the Hubble have has actually um, taken pictures of and all that like those galaxies could be gone we don't even know it it could just be blackness emptiness uh, we don't even know yet you know that's the crazy thing about it but pour the rest of that to Matt it's going so good going down so easy yeah it is a complete mind bend and. I would I, the good que- the good question to ask, and I don't know the answer, and I don't want to look it up. I want to see if someone maybe can maybe somebody that knows that can tweet it to us. 
what happens if like the solar the sun for our solar system burns out how does that sun burning out and you know doing what it does imploding affect the rest of the milky way well i would think it doesn't really affect or the andromeda much at all. i mean that's yeah. happening all the time i would think you know well, stars are dying and and, and well, you, new stars are being born you know yeah you got to think about like it how many billion stars are in the milky way mm-hmm. so yes it's going to have an impact on like i would think i mean it's going to draw all the planets in yeah, it creates a black hole. Hole. Yep. But what's what's the next the next nearest star is like a hundred, not that close light years away. I think. Yeah, a lot. So yeah, or, it probably. I wonder. Like, is I there... mean, it, it 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 would. It's like, it's at it's it's under a thousand light years away. But it's it's. I want to say it's like a hundred and twenty. Let's, let's do a look away. up nearest star to the sun. But I mean, would it have an impact gravitationally on that star, or? And if it has an impact on that star, does it? Does that star pull the next star, you know? Yeah, Proxima Centauri is the nearest star to our sun at 4.22 light years away. Oh, 4.2? It is home to at least two planets and some massive solar flares. So pretty close. So, so yeah. that's, yeah, I mean, obviously in the grand scheme of uh, astronomical space, that is fairly close, but... It's right around the corner. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> um, so would four it to- four point two light years away? Yeah, yeah, not too far away. I mean, still, I think uh, I think a lot of the light that we're seeing, I mean, from from galaxies that are out there, uh, nebulas that are out there, like all that stuff could theoretically not even be there anymore because it's such old light. They're so far away. Oh yeah, that's the crazy thing yeah. to think about. Like even with this new telescope going up. And even the images, like I was saying, with uh, the Hubble take that has they they've actually taken with the Hubble and uh, all of the images where it's uh, just you know hundreds of galaxies in one image. I mean that's it, it's crazy to think about how much is actually out there. I mean they look like little dots in the sky, but think how Each big dot is you know. a billion stars. Yeah, it is uh, wild. And the other thing too, you know, you're talking about stars are being born and being um, exhausted all the time and if, technically if the universe is infinite it's not only that's happening all the time it's happening an infinite amount of times yeah. right now yeah right this second there is an infinite amount of stars being born and here we are we're just sitting here just moving yeah. at 25 miles an hour up <laughs> up breton <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah yep. makes me feel real small stopping at bp yep. getting a six-pack there you go yep. and all the while it's just the universe is just like on a fringe just hauling ass i'm just like hooked on that thought like basically if if you want to put it into like size it would be like taking your whole first floor and filling it with sand and our sun is one of the grains of sand on your whole first floor like if you filled the whole first floor with sand like like you're talking knee deep or no like a, a thin a thin layer Okay. Okay. Thin layer. I like just covering okay. the ground. So if you were to do that, I would think there's like, you know, trillions of grains of sand that would come in here. I would venture to guess you're correct. Yeah. Many. Then yeah. our sun is just one of those grains of sand. And we start thinking about that. And then our sun being our, however many times the size of earth are like, that puts earth to basically a micron mm-hmm. level. Yeah. Uh, you know, like yeah. I mean, it says, right. So a hundred, a hundred thousand uh, stars in just our, um, sorry, 
100,000 million stars in Holy just our Milky Way alone. Shit. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's that's the sand analogy. Just yeah. in our Milky Way alone. And then how many other galaxies? Like that, that just goes to show how insignificant we are. And think about the space between the galaxies, too. Yeah. It's, that uh, just tells you how big well, you know, like, yeah. the nearest star is four light years away. Where's the ne- next galaxy? Like, I mean, Andromeda. 400 years. I think it's Andromeda, yeah. Andromeda, oh, which is right. actually plummeting towards us. Think about that, All Dave. right, how far away is Andromeda? The closest galaxy to the Milky Way is the Andromeda, and it is, uh, let's see. It's about to collide with us in how many billion years? Three trillion years, to be precise. It's about 25,000 light years from the sun, it appears. Which, it's so it's closer to the Milky Way than that, because the sun rotates, I would say, on the inner half of the Milky Way. Oh, sorry. It's 25,000 light years from our solar system, 42,000 light years to the galactic center. The galactic center. The galactic, <laughs> the galactic alliance. <laughs> the gal- so basically, this Earth isn't going to be here in that time. No. 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 But think about that, too. The fact that we have a galaxy coming towards us and how vast the space between galaxies is. Think about yeah. how vast the space is between our solar system the nec- and the next one. What are the odds that there's one galaxy just headed right at right at us right now? That's crazy to me. Yeah. That yeah. is insane. Yeah, you and know? the other thing too is to put into perspective not of just scale of space, but also or, yeah, scale of like the size of things. You know, you see those videos on Instagram or whatever where it shows our our moon and then it shows our Earth and then it shows Mars or whatever. It's doing the size comparison. It shows the Sun obviously looks very very large compared to the Earth. But then it shows like a sun that's a little bigger than ours. And then it goes all the, it's just wild. And, you know, it ends up looking like our sun's a little pin, pin dot on the, uh, on the, on the map compared to the biggest star. Yeah. It's insane. It almost, if the universe is infinitely expanding, are there technically infinitely larger suns, even than the largest sun on that scale? Yeah. I don't know. Probably. Are there, are there? Yeah. I mean, who's, nobody can really say for sure. And when you start thinking about the scale of it, the size, that's almost like, you know, you <clears> see those videos well, where it starts like with a girl playing in the sandbox and then it zooms out and it, it just keeps zooming, zooming, zooming. That's yeah. what it kind of reminds me of. Where like you think about the life of an ant on earth is the scale is so different. Yeah. The, the yeah. thing that they can probably measure it on is the brightness. Yeah. Like, I think, so yeah, when, I think when we look at other do, galaxies, yeah. you have, you've got to be able to get a, at least a rough estimate of what type of star it is, what size it is based on the light that it gives off. And so again, that is, that's not to say that we haven't discovered a bigger star, but um, just what we can observe is, is what we have to scale, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. yeah it's uh, Which, really crazy. Yeah, thank God for these telescopes that we can observe yeah. those things. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, the James Webb Space Telescope uh, was a massive success. Does it say how, how deep of an orbit that goes into? Yes. There's actually a very cool website that I'll go to right now, and I um, encourage everyone listening to go to when you have a second. It is from the James Webb uh, Project team, and it is called, let's see here, jwst.nasa.gov it shows the exact timeline of where everything's at so the web james webb space telescope was launched in an ariane 5 
Rocket. It was this collab between the ESA, European Space Agency, Canada, and the US. And of course, when it launched, it had to orbit and then it had to get into a deeper orbit. And along that path, it was deploying different parts of its telescope, like the sun shields and all that. So it is now fully deployed as of today, which is uh, January 22nd. And I wanted to see, to answer your question, Nathan, they have an events tab with a map of kind of where it is, which is really cool. It's like, where is Roadster? But yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah. It's like, where is Roadster, but better. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so you just click the Where is Web tab on the James Webb Space Telescope website. It tells you how many days deployed. So we're 28 and a half days deployed. And it is... You said 20 days deployed? 28, 28 and a 28? half. Okay. Yep. It shows me a distance scale, but it's not giving me... Oh, it is 888,600 miles from Earth in counting. It goes about a tenth of a mile every half second. I wonder if they'll it's add nothing. that to the uh, that uh, that Skyview uh, app, so you can track it on that too. <laughs> That'd be my, really cool. Put my yeah. uh, Garmin on that thing, get my Strava miles for it. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's ninety-seven point five two percent complete as far as its trajectory to its. They call it the L two insertion point. So the the orbit in which it will be kind of stationed in for the remainder of its usage is twenty-two thousand five hundred twenty-eight miles away from where it currently is. But so how do they stop it? I mean, it, or are they just relying on its trajectory to like slow and Earth's gravity to keep it in somewhat well, of an orbit? It'll be way, it's not going to, I don't even think it'll be in Earth's gravity because I think the L2 insertion point, let's see here. Because you can't put the brakes on, there's no resistance. Where's the insertion yeah. point? The second Lagrange point, which is 1.5 million kilometers from Earth. So it's pretty far. Um,. But, you know, you you get my point. Like, it's yeah. not going to stop, is it? I think there's, it's going to get... nothing to... Like, there's no wind to, like, if you put the sail out, it's going to stop. It, it's just going to keep going, right? Unless it has thrusters to stop it, but no. Here I, is... This is actually published back in 2010, but it is on the NASA.gov website where they're just talking about um, the L2... This is maybe when they decided where, where exactly this thing was going to orbit because it is an article in relation to James Webb, but from 2010. So it says that it is in a wonderful accident of gravity gravity and orbital mechanics. And it says the perfect place to park the Webb Space Telescope in all of space uh, is the Lagrange L2 insertion point. Um, requiring, to st- requiring the, or it allows the space telescope to stay a fixed position relative to the Earth and Sun with a minimal amount of energy needed for any course correction. Hmm. So there must be some, some inherent it's, course yeah, correction. Just some type of propel propulsion system on it. Yep, nine hundred thirty thousand miles away from Earth, hmm. and in the exact opposite direction from the Sun. So it's quite a ways out there. Then it's it's like oh, yeah. past the Moon, like way way out there. Let's see where. So how far does the Hubble? Hubble, I feel like, is much closer to Earth, isn't it? Oh yeah. I feel stupid for even comparing them <laughs> yeah that's what it's, i was gonna say like hubble i th- feel like is just like out beyond like the it's three, iss 340 miles <laughs> yeah it's like to the east side of the state yeah yeah <laughs> more than that but but yeah it is not nine hundred thirty thousand miles no so pretty cool the, the, the fact of um how deep into space this thing is getting uh hopefully will 
result in some crazy images. I yeah, I wonder yeah. what the images of like even planets in our solar system how the, how they'll evolve with this out there. If, yeah, if they even are looking at that kind of thing. I mean, they may may have more of a focus on deep space, but like yeah, I think you know, that's, yeah. based on Hubble's photos of like Jupiter, Saturn, you know, the it, it's very detailed just being as close to earth as it is mm -hmm. let alone if you put something out that far yeah you know yeah you can potentially get even more granular i bet you we'll we'll be we'll be getting some good one good images back eight sure. martians no crawling yeah. around on mars yeah yeah some 8k footage elon up there just waving yes yeah. so yeah the james webb space telescope as far as a successful launch was about as exciting as as you could possibly imagine in terms of space uh pioneering i mean it really is going to present some incredible data uh if all continues to go well during its life cycle just think about what the hubble has achieved and then this is the next the next yeah. step or like we said maybe it's not a linear progression but there's specific goals for this telescope and it's going to be really cool to see yeah for sure i think definitely uh very optimistic just the fact it took them so long to make it and you would think that I think they probably went through, um, you know, all the testing that they needed to make sure when they do send the thing out, it doesn't fail, you know. So hopefully I, I, I'm, I'm assuming we'll have some, some good things to, to come as far as images go. Did you guys see that um, Lego model of it that I sent you? That yeah. was amazing. Oh, yeah. cool. I think that was a guy that just, I don't know if that was an official set or somebody that just is that big into Lego that yeah. they've acquired, they, yeah. they designed that I mean, themselves. It spot on. It, it was, was spot yeah. on, yeah. Yeah. And and the way that they like animated it, where you know the panels folded out and everything, it it was like, yeah. oh, this is just like every animation I've seen of the the actual thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I could uh, I could get one of those and add it to the Saturn V. There you go. Yeah. The cost of this thing was also a bit mind blowing. It says uh, in 2018, when NASA announced that the the launch of the space telescope was going to get pushed back two years or later, it obviously ended up being almost four years later. Um, ad admitted at the time that the project's costs were going to exceed eight point eight billion. <laughs> what? Wow. Yeah. Ended up costing with a B. With a B. <laughs> oh, uh, um, it ended up costing closer to ten billion. Um, it. I mean, it took them damn. a long time to make that thing. It did. I mean, and what's kind of wild too, and I didn't know this until just looking this up. I don't want to sound like I'm just. I know this. Obviously, I'm looking it up on Wikipedia. It says here that the, um, as far as like the schedule in 2011, it was, there was a proposed cancel of like the whole project. No way. How do you cancel if you got, well, there must 2011, you probably have at least 6 billion into it. Yeah. How do you cancel after that? There must've been something that was causing a big issue or a big delay. I mean, I would think if they're about to throw the towel in and it took them that long to make it, I bet you there was something that was seriously wrong yeah and some contractor issues maybe it says the primary contractor at the time during there was like this replanning stage in 2005 where they kind of had to re reevaluate some things and um so the primary contractor was northrop grumman aerospace systems that was responsible for developing the the spacecraft element of it um so the sun shield the de all the deployable pieces and and whatnot um what did it go up on Falcon? Uh, an Ariane 5, oh. which is a French ro ESA rocket. Okay. Um, kind of an older rocket, actually. You know, mm -hmm. and I, but it probably, was, we were talking about this on Christmas. You know, why, why wouldn't they just fly it up on like a more modern rocket, maybe? Yeah. But I think it was, if you 
the trajectory of development for this thing at some point there was probably certain factors of how they even built built it that they're right. like we have to commit to this type of rocket yeah, yeah. yeah. so um yeah it launched from uh, arian space is the contractor so like space a french space company essentially it was launched in the guinea spaced center also called europe's spaceport a region of france in south america so a french owned oh, okay. part of french guinea um kind of a yeah so unique rocket one that we're not as familiar with seeing here in the united states and cool that it was televised oh yeah it was televised quite well yeah too, i mean yeah. yeah i felt like it was kind of a worldwide event definitely and that's what i think what makes it such a big deal um and why we've dedicated so far the most of this episode to it um because it is something that even though it's just the esa the canadian space Organi- uh, agency and nasa kind of collabing on it everyone is going to benefit from this. Yeah. You know, yeah. You talk about the data that's going to be provided to, uh, astronomy, um, and physics minds, you know, people are really, really going to take that data and run with it in yeah. directions that we don't even comprehend yet. Unless, um, unless a Tic Tac intercepts it on its journey. Yeah. Yeah. It's possible. It gets within the last 1% and suddenly, yeah. Tic Tac. Yeah. We lost you it. Hear that tapping. We lost the foot. James Webb. Yeah. Last scene. Sir, the James Webb Space Telescope has been pressed off course. It's been consumed by a tic-tac, sir. John. <laughs> on the line immediately, John. Get President John on the line, John. You heard me. Consumed by a tic-tac. Before we knew it, the James Webb Space Telescope was blown off course by a tic-tac. Vanished. Simply vanished. <laughs> Read it here today. Just the three of us sitting at a table in a press conference. (laughs) Before we knew it. (laughs) We quickly alerted the president, John. Excuse me, gentlemen. Why are you talking like that? (laughs) We must, John. That's how we talk about space, John. Listen here. So, yeah. uh, Crazy, crazy month for space pioneering worldwide everyone can benefit from it so i think definitely a lot of eyes were tuning in i was tuned in we should have done totally. we should do like a um uh, our own commentary of launches we should just in that voice yeah we could start doing that my falcon heavy has eotnn yeah that's yes. how we're doing it cover it yeah eotnn falcon heavy has made the pad hey, next goosey we do we do like eotnn <laughs> underneath <laughs> the mission patch Falcon, yeah, we should. We could even go back onto old launch videos and, re- and do that. The Falcon Heavy would be fun. Act Satellite like, launched on a giant penis. Oh yeah, <laughs> we we could do that as like a as a YouTube channel. That's what I'm talking afterwards. about. Afterwards, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. to your point, like all of a sudden we pull up, you know, it's a little whatever side launch. Show. Yeah, you get you get the whatever launch with no audio, and we just dub in our own audio. Yeah. Post it, and we would make a uh, a disclaimer early on and that John it's, the, it's the only for successful launches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, uh, unsuccessful as long as it was unmanned. Correct. Yes. We don't want to be making well, a mockery. John, the, uh, the candle has been lit and yes. uh, it's ascending. Stand by. <laughs> Three, two, one. We have lift off. And the Saturn V has cleared the tower, John. The, the penis is fully erect, John. <laughs> yeah, we all have a full database to go through. The Falcon yeah. Heavy would be a cool one. And what's this, John? A Tesla Roadster in the payload, John. Orbiting deep into space. Deep, deep space. 
We'll have to we'll have to think of a name for that. Oh yeah, EOT. Toss off for now. EOT. Space man. Toss off for now. We'll we'll even do the launches from the the sixties, early sixties. We'll do those too. Those will be funnier even because that's kind of how they like. I, that that I, transatlantic I feel like accent. When we launch to go to Mars, we should record live. Oh yeah. Oh we for sure. That. Yeah. Just yeah. record live. Like have it on. Got to get I that raw. What motion. time of day it is? Like, we're, we should get together and just record live and just witness yeah. it together. We did that for a launch. When what was what was that launch? It was like three in the morning. We recorded live uh, oh, from yeah. here, and it was like a three a.m. launch. And Fuck. wasn't it? Wasn't it? Uh, it was scrubbed too. They they pushed yeah. it out. Too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we waited till three a.m. and then it just got pushed yeah. out another day. It wasn't even anything. Like, no, it was just a dragon, was, right? I think it. Oh, it was a crew dragon. Yeah, yeah. it was like a. It was yeah. like the early stages of the crew dragon. What ended up being the first man capsule for SpaceX, but when they were still testing it. Yeah. I think it was maybe the one that was gonna dock with the ISS or something. So, but yeah, we, I got over. We got over here. Ate some pizza, and then it was like ten all years right, later. All right, uh, it's nine sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> the launch is at three. Yeah. That was uh, it was fun still, but six hours yeah. to go. If it had been successful, um, to get the raw emotion of a launch, like can you imagine if we had been doing that with the Falcon Heavy launch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would have been awesome because everyone's yeah. mind was blown when they saw a freaking Tesla in the I feel like, payload. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like obviously for the eclipse in 2024, we should be recording live when it starts and just get our responses on air. We could. It, it, well, we'd have to have uh, a generator. You don't, don't want to be. You don't want to be doing that. You no, want to no? Got to be focused. No, you got to be focused. Yeah. For this shit. We should record in advance and after, but during, like maybe ten minutes before during uh, total oh, totality. No, no, I feel like you got to do it no. during to get the live responses. You can. Let's have a. We, we could have, have a mic going. We could have a just mic. Just have a mic going. What yeah. about a lapel or like a, yeah. we could maybe in yeah. the next like a not little, recording, but just like turn it on as totality hits yeah, and, so and not, get our initial responses. Yeah, not sitting like we're sitting now. Yeah, but just. No, yeah, because if you're I mean. sitting like you're sitting down, you would be you'd it, you'd you'd just lose the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, so but yeah, like a little because that'd be cool anyway. Maybe we could uh, find some, maybe Audio Technica makes like some little interview like stick mics. Yeah, those would be fun to have anyway. Like a Bob Barker style. Yeah, Bob you, Barker. They style. have those little. You could just. I mean, I, I, even like the clip-on thing, like the you were talking on, about. Yeah. But I mean, you could probably just. We'll be in the. We you know, just, same we, vicinity. We could just put a mic on a table and probably yeah. still get oh, enough yeah. sound. Well, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, even if like we set up like the GoPro. That's what to, we did that yeah. last time. Just yeah, set video. it up on like a picnic table or whatever to yeah. record us watching it and then have the audio recorded off of us. Yeah. That we could dub in. Yep. That would be really cool. Cause we, yeah, we had the video side of it. So there is, I mean, if we're EOTNN, we have to bring live oh, news yeah. coverage. Yeah. We can definitely YouTube live it. Um, that is for sure. Something we can do. The last time I did something live on YouTube was when we did the Project Beyond when we launched our weather balloon. Oh yeah, that was that was live streamed. Um, so we'll definitely look into that. I think that's a a good goal for 2024. It's a good wrap. We, up we got an empty beer. I'm empty. We need Underberg too, and we need to share our oh, we need our, uh, our partners here. Yeah. Yes. So, so we'll uh, insert partner. Yeah. Give me a bird. Give me a bird. Give me a. We will. Uh, Go to our Berg break, um, presented by Underberg, with a few Bergs post-first beer uh, to feel bright and alert and cue it. Well, cheers and get into the second half soon. Cheers, y'all. Cheers. This episode of Eclipse on Tap is brought to you by Underberg. 
the German herbal digestive that is a very special after-dinner drink and served in more than 100 countries as a crowning finale to gourmet meals or hearty snacks. But what about after a flight of sour beers? Or stouts. Or stouts or bold beers. If you're looking for something after a large meal, maybe it's a festive meal, maybe it's 4th of July grilling, you're feeling a little bloated and a little groggy, grab an Underberg to feel bright and alert. I'm going to grab one right now. Yes, sir. Cheers. Eclipse on Tap is also brought to you by Speciation Artisan Ales, one of our favorite spots. The best sour ales in town, if best. not anywhere. The best for a, a end of bike ride stop, which is what we usually do. We go for the sour ales. They've also got ciders, seltzers, wines, Underberg. Yeah, really anything I mean, you can eat. Yeah. Very unique, awesome flavors. Get a flight. I mean, you can taste a number of different types of beers, ciders, whatever your palate desires. Absolutely. Located on Wealthy Street in Grand Rapids. Check it out. You guys want some Berg? Oh, I'll yeah. say, yep. I, we I didn't really definitely. do a Berg during the Berg break, so let's have a Berg. No. Yeah, we're going to uh, rip it open. Enjoy this. I brought this to Colorado. My buddy Martin and I really enjoyed it. It helped settle the stomach. Cause I we felt, had some over New Year's, I too. Felt ga- not to be TMI to our listeners. <laughs> I, I was gassy in Colorado. It's the elk Ooh. dude, man. It was crazy. Yeah. Was, did you get that? Oh, you, yeah. yeah. So I have for you, sure. I mean, I don't really <laughs> excuse me. recall being that gassy, but... No, the gravity was, to pull it down. It was wild, yeah. So I took a lot of Underberg in the evening. Not a lot. Sorry. It's, it's a single Cheers. portion. Chink. Cheers. A single portion of good, of good wellness. Oh. There. There you go. We got it. Had one on the mountain. Bold, bitter, Ooh, amazing. Man. <clears throat> warm, I'm, re- I'm, I'm good to go now. I'm ready. It's like a five-hour energy. Yeah, <laughs> it is. The, uh, the all-natural version. The gem vision. Next up, too, for the second break, we've got some special beers from Orange Giant. No, We're going to do a, a taste. Ecliptic, called Orange Giant. <laughs> from oh, the yeah, Orange, Orange Giant. Giant Brewing. Yeah, new, <laughs> yeah. new partner. Yeah. Um, this one's called Ecliptic by Orange Giant Brewing. <laughs> um, let's do a taste test. Yes. So, two. We get two very similars. So let's see the rundown on this one. This was sent uh, by uh, Colette Becker and John Harris to us this month of January, and it is their barley wine uh, ale, their annual barley wine ale. So it's a heavier, darker one. We had this one last year, Orange Giant. Comes in at 12.5% ABV. <coughs> this one slaps. I can guarantee oh, that. Yeah. Um, but here's the that's rundown. Why, that's why we're going to do a partial Yeah, we're going to do some taste, some taste comparisons. <laughs> Named after the giant orange stars in the sky, this barley wine ale has a gratifying effect and drinks smooth. Three malts create our, uh, a hearty malt profile with robust character. Copious amounts of Columbus, Chinook, and Simcoe hops combine for a nice resin hop flavor. And Orange Giant is a perfect aging beer for your cellar. If I recall this one yummy, correctly, yummy, yummy. it it's, doesn't taste as heavy as it is. No, it's uh, it's not as stouty. It's almost like yeah. what we just had, kind yeah. of like that stuff. It's heavy duty on but the ABD. You don't feel like you're drinking twelve percent. You no, feel like that actually tastes seven. lighter. I feel I feel like than the one we just had. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So let, we'll crack this one. Um, they gave us this one, and then the the other one we'll compare it to is the Orange Giant 2021 Triple Dry Hopped Edition. So sounds. 
intriguing. That's got Ooh. some uh, some hop uh, decals there that are pretty sweet. Yeah, like it's got holographic. Yeah, a little holographic. Uh, yeah. yeah, holographic hop uh, cones just flaring out from a, a sun. No aphids. Uh, no aphids on those. They no. burned off. But uh, another one that comes into 12.5%, this particular variant of Orange Giant Barley Wine Ale is a special edition for 2021. Exclusive. Ooh. We took our classic OG recipe and dry hopped it three separate times with Columbus, Chinook, and Simcoe, as well as Mosaic and Azaka hops. So the original three that it was already brewed with, plus two more. Oh, Get, it's gonna be a hot bomb. bomb. Get Goodness. ready for this intensely resiny and hop-forward version of our perennial. Heavy you want to do that hitter. one first? I want to try that. Yeah, we'll, we'll open it at the my, same time. So yeah. we'll do the uh, double crack here. Well, not, yeah, here somebody else open that this one. That one has my attention. Yeah, it sounds. It's it's gonna be good. Nice double crack, double crack. Right. Okay, so what we want to try the dry hop version. Yeah, I want to do that one okay. first. We'll do this one. See, yeah, it's not that dark. This is going to be an interesting. It looks like an IPA. Um. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't pretty much. It doesn't look like. Yeah, I mean, barley wine, as we discussed, is definitely a more light. It's not like you're drinking. You normally think twelve and a half percent, like imperial stout. Yeah. This looks like a two-hearted. Yeah. It does. It's not like a. Yeah. I mean, not a sponsor. I'm just saying comparison yeah. stake. Everybody knows what two-hearted is. Yeah, it's an easy one to compare yeah. to as far as like color and stuff. So it's. All right, here we go. The yep. du- uh, triple dry Cheers. hop. Cheers. Orange giant. Here goes nothing. Oh, it smelled hoppy. It smells good. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> that is freaking good. I need to sit <laughs> here for dangerous. a minute, folks. That's real dangerous. It tastes yeah. like... So it, you're taking this barley wine and you're hop, you're, they just hop the shit out of it in the best way ever. And it makes it transform from a barley wine ale to like an IPA. Yeah. It tastes like an IPA. Yeah. It has that, it, yeah, it has definitely the IPA finish. Yeah. Like, like a, you get that tartness, you know, you get that. That resin. Re, yeah. Resin type flavor. Sort of a similar flavor to the last one. I feel like we had as far as a. I think uh, it's pretty smooth going down. Yeah. It's not very bitter at all, you know? Yeah, it has like a very um, very easy drinking quality to it and very hoppy. It's amazing. I don't get much barley wine with it at all. No, it's transformed completely yeah. Yeah. into a 12.5% IPA. Yeah. Let's go. To a deadly. God bless you oh. all. Lethal. It's like a good podcast. It goes downhill from here. <laughs> you know Sorry, what? It, it reminds me almost of uh, Hop Slam from Bell's. Have you guys had that yeah. one? It's yeah. like their annual mm-hmm. big heavy hitter IPA. And it's it's like. But that's not like a barley wine. That's what's shocking right. about this is. That one's like a triple. I, guess like, I get a little barley wine on like the very. The sweetness. Like the side notes. Yeah. Sweetness. A little, a little bit of sweetness. But it, yeah. it's it, overwhelmingly an IPA. Yeah. The, yeah. Like Hop Slam is an IPA. But because it's so heavily, it's such a heavy beer, just like this is, it has sweetness characteristics too. A lot of people always say, oh yeah, this year's version of Hop Slam had like, was really, tastes like honey. You know, it's like, yeah. it's got yeah. that sweet, rich flavor just as this does. So the, fantastic. This is yeah. like one of those beers where, I don't know, based on what I know about John Harris, they like to experiment with different styles and different, they try yeah. some, some things like this. Yeah. I hope this was one of those those things that they just were like, let's just give it a go, and then they tasted it, and we're like, yes, yes. I would encourage them to do it again. I mean, absolutely. I would. I'd be barley I'd be for wine, it. Barley wine's not my favorite. I mean, like the the orange giant that we've had has been good, but that's not something I'm reaching for. Right. Like when I go to the bar. 
It's a more once in a blue moon type yeah. of beer, yeah. But this because it's it's triple hopped is more akin to a IPA in terms of flavor. Yeah. And I would do this. Yeah, and one of the things that we didn't mention uh, while we're on this topic of, of getting into the granular side of these beers, they also sent us last month and this month um, two bourbon barrel aged beers. One's with bourbon barrel aged Sedna Stout, which we've had in years past. And we also had last year, we were lucky enough to try the bourbon barrel aged version of Orange Giant. Which right? we have in the fridge. Which correct? we have in the fridge. Yeah. yeah. So my thinking is because we have been lucky enough to try those last year, would it be worth aging them and then trying them six months from now, a year from now? You got like a cellar in your basement. Yeah. When yeah. we're old, when we're all, we're, we're all going to be in our eighties. Cause we'll, then we could, yeah. We'll open them up then. We could prove it to uh, like 48%. <laughs> we could prove to uh, ecliptic cause it says right there on the hey, side. Let's this is crack it open. Yeah. This is a great beer for cellaring or putting in a cellar. So we could put it to the uh, test. I totally I, I think we them. turn, we just claim one of your cellars in your basement because you have two, right? Yep. And one of them is mostly, where one shelf is full of beer for sure. Yeah. yeah. Those ones that I had one, in my apartment. Yep. Stash that. Yeah. The EO, next EOT, episode, we're going to be drinking speciation. Yep. Correct. Yep. yep. So we, the EOT um, reserves. Um, we'll save this other orange giant for a little later in the second half. Yeah. It's, a little later uh, on in the yeah. second half. Yeah. So uh, 2022 coming up as we continue this being the first month of the year, some of the things we discussed as uh, goals for the year might be kind of fun to talk about now yeah. too. So what, what are some of the goals? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, uh, let me remind you, I think, uh, one of the biggest goals is, uh, looking, looking sharp out at Grattan. We yes. want to, we have that covered already. And then uh second would be to, to, to ride as a, as a team out there this year. Well, I mean, continue to ride as a team we ride very well i think but yeah we do ride well as a team yeah we'll be i think that that's one of the big goals this year for us we look fly yeah we look fly check that box yeah i can't wait to cannot wait to reveal this kit i think that um it's going to be a showstopper my goal for 2022 is a collab between speciation and ecliptic that's a fantastic goal and one i believe we can achieve yes or at least get the groundwork laid yes. yeah um yeah, and the the goal, I mean, always for the podcast is to continue building that momentum for the Eclipse. So I think the other goal for, at least if we're all going to share a goal for the podcast, mine would be to really get the groundwork started for our at least our planning and then maybe even providing some advice in, in terms of planning to our listeners for the Eclipse. Yeah, I mean, now's the time. Yeah, yeah we, like we is... need to start actually laying it out. So, because yeah. it was almost exactly two years before last time yep it was in 2015 sitting at the uh the bar at hoolies yeah. yeah and um and so coming up in april will be exactly two years so i think that would be a perfect time actually to have a meeting yep. with the eclipse chasers of this uh of, this generation of this generation <laughs> of <laughs> so we've come around the cycles <laughs> yeah. come through yeah so and that might be fun because i mean gen e how many people gen have eclipse. been to totality right like not that many, you know, no, we, there's no. not that many eclipses. And if you made it to 2020, sorry, 2017's totality, you were, um, you know, there was a lot of people that saw it, saw it, but in the term of like people on the country or on the planet, like, yeah, pretty, I think, pretty uh, minor. yeah, so we'll post some advice. Yeah. This, this is uh, the time to get excited. It's two years out basically. I mean, almost, I mean, in a couple of months, it'll be exactly two years out, but, yeah. um, Definitely the time to, to start your plans, uh, maybe where you're thinking you're going to go uh, and all that kind of stuff. 
just sort of you you can't really pinpoint exactly where you're gonna go because you got to be you know yeah you, you got to yeah. be fluid with it yeah. as uh the race chaser taught us yeah um going from a couple different cities and then even planning a city that was kind of within striking distance of totality we'll definitely be talking about that a lot as we continue to build up and it's cool to i mean two years is is just different i feel like when you like you're only two years away from something like it just seems so much more real like even you know we started this podcast it was like okay it's it's you know five years away and then four okay but then two is it becomes so much more yeah like all right let's plan let's seriously five years there's been a lot of things to to like not distract you from it the timeline but like the the momentum that we've had the you know all that we've been working on here with new partners you know the kit like everything it just makes that time go that much faster where you're just like you've got a lot of other things going right now yeah suddenly it becomes like one of one of like the biggest things of our generation. Yeah. This is this one's going to hit different, I feel <laughs> like. Eclipse on tap, one of the biggest things of our generation. I, I just mean I'm the eclipse. Excited, I'm excited to see the eclipse uh, just selfishly, but I'm also very much looking forward to everyone else that I know coming with us seeing the yes. eclipse that haven't seen it before. To sharing it. Like we should we should you know, be like the like the wise Yeah. Yes, the umbra has touched us. Yes. <laughs> we are prepared. To take John, you on a journey. The Ambra has touched. <laughs> the Ambra touched. has caressed my face, John. Yeah. And it felt so the, good. This is going to be um, pretty incredible. Um, th- I mean, I, I think definitely the first one was, was great, but this one's going to be even better, I feel like. Yeah. Especially with more people and the, it's gonna the, be amazing. the length of totality. You get double the time in yes. totality. You know, you can't complain there. That's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be amazing. And for yeah. those that don't know, I mean, I'm sure most people that are listening right now know, but because we've talked about it before, but the Umbra is the moon's shadow displayed on Earth, not a body part. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> the Umbra, yeah. Umbra, it caressed my face. Yeah. I had my Umbra snipped off at birth. <laughs> <laughs> then my, my Umbra became perked. <laughs> The Umbra is just a shadow. <laughs> we still have the yeah. orange giant to get to. Oh, that's actually perfect segue. Yeah. Another good goal is to uh, start start getting the videos out again. So we're going to, uh, starting with episode 51 here and then continuing with 52, because 52, we definitely need that. I mean, that just gives us that immersive feel. Oh, yeah. You're at Speciation. It's such a good promotion for our, for our partners there. Um, for us to be able to, to immerse whoever wants to watch it. Um, and cheers to those that do. Yes. This one's also so it's a little straight darker. barley wine here, huh? Straight, so yep. This is the OG yep. barley wine. It pours definitely OG. a little bit darker. The OG. It is, but it still kind of looks the like an IPA giant. color. Like yeah. as David settled, it it cleared up and it wasn't high, like a hazy amber. It was like a IPA. Yeah. Yeah, it's much much uh lighter in color. Right. Cheers, boys. Yeah. Cheers. Then, cheers. Hmm. It's yeah. It's Much, less hoppy, more, more tart. A little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Malty. Yeah, malty. Tall, of, malty. Tart, kind of malty. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's a good. Still, it's not. Nonetheless, it's, it's still not good. what I think of as a barley wine, where I'm like puckering my lips afterwards. Usually, a lot of times that barley wine will be like that, almost a little bit more like the first beer in terms of flavor. Yeah, like, like figs, that. like dark yeah, fruit, yeah. like 
really like prunes, almost, like raisiny almost. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, that flavor isn't like something that I'm like absolutely obsessed with. But no, this that's why this is a much more drinkable barley wine than most, um, and it's very good. Twelve and a half very percent. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huh. Twelve and a half it'll, percent. It'll get you done. Alter your state of mind. In three sips. Very good. It just looks good. I just want to swim in this. Yeah, it's, uh, it's good. a fantastic mm. beer. Orange Giant. Great name, nummer, too. Nummer, nummer. Amazing can. We were talking about the sun earlier and stars in general. It's like eclipses in, in space in general. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we were talking about that. A really, it's a legit image of the... It looks like the sun to me. Yeah. And they've kind of holographed the can. Always the best cans ever always just so cool and you know what we were talking how lucky are we to have these two beer partners ecliptic and speciation ecliptic has the best space cans ever made and speciation has some of the coolest cans and bottle art original like uh, you know it's all like some cool swag it's just so new collaboration bottles too are really cool yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna buy that new hat on that new hat's really really i haven't seen the new one yeah, it looks like uh, it's called the, the cap. They call it the captain. It's like a almost yeah. like an oh, like okay. our, you know those NASCAR hats that we have. What's yeah, like a five yeah. panel. It's one of those. Oh, okay. So we'll, yeah, we'll share. I think I uh, shared it to our story mm. on Instagram. Um, but they speciation has. I mean, we've talked about this before, and we'll definitely talk about it again when we go to speak with them next month. But they have such a kind of sciencey feel to a lot of their names, which is draws me to it. Cause I'm really passionate about that kind of stuff. But the art that's on the bottles and the cans is a very, it's just very, it's got a really clear style and it's super good. Yeah. It's almost like the good. scientific, like drawing of like a beetle or something. Yeah. You know? It's yep. simple, but <clears throat> yeah. Artistic. It, very uh, artistic. Yeah. yeah. It's like it, if someone who was really talented at drawing, like they were going to keep like an, a, an anthology of animals they witnessed in nature and they were just drawing these like delicate. Right. It's Well, they had that yeah. that rhino one for the five year anniversary. Yep. Yeah. That, that's pretty slick too. It's super it's, cool. It's it reminds like a me of that. It's uh, kind of rhino. They, they had that posted recently, didn't they? Yep. Just, yeah, just recently, yeah, yeah. We just shared that one. Yeah. So it reminds me of the. What, didn't Dave Matthews do a rhino? Yeah. It, yeah. That's what it reminded that's me of. That's what it reminded me of, That concert we went to. Yeah, and Julia got yeah. like her Nalgene bottle with that. I was like, oh, that's cool. Kind of reminded me of that. So, um, yeah, it's pretty special that we get... I mean, th- those are the coolest cans. Like, I, I always am drawn to the Speciation one. I'm always drawn to the Ecliptic one. It's yeah. there's, some, there's some breweries out there that have decent beer but just suck at, like... Yeah. like I don't want to name any names, but, like... I'm sure everyone that is uh, interested and have tr- has tried some craft beers, there's some places that you go to even where you're like, because the market is so saturated, you almost have, it's like, yeah, it's a, almost a, a guarantee you have to have good beer. Mm-hmm. You probably have to have good food. But then that third one is like... That, you know how to brand yourself. Yeah, the yeah. branding of it and the ambiance of the actual venue and all that stuff. And these two just kill it on that kill end. It. Super yep. cool. But the one thing we're going to talk about too in 2022, kind of a good second half theme looking forward for the year. I think that I like it. We'll continue rolling with it. Is an idea that David had called Captain Planet. Yeah, we could. Uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll tell have to start that. All right, David, walk us through. Walk the, us through. Uh, tell me so more. This is a. Uh, uh, it really. I'm surprised it came to me. Um, but each, basically, each episode, what we could do is a Captain Planet. 
Yep. So one of us is Captain Planet. So Captain Planet of the Month. And uh, basically, you pick out a planet. You have to write it down each episode. Um, and the other two have to guess based on a couple clues, subtle clues that you provide, which planet that you've picked. Are we and limiting so, it to our solar system? Yes. I think we should. Yeah. Yep. So it'll be the nine uh, planets. You can't say like Hoth or something like that, like, you know, Star Wars type stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then we, as um, as we go through this, we'll keep score of... So at, at this first time, we'll have to like roll it. I'll do like a yeah. one of us. We'll just do a random one of us. Will be We'll know that that's the person, right? So then the next week, that person is going. It's not necessarily like you'll know who it is. Oh, I yeah. say we just rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, we all, yeah. we would rock, all know paper, who it is. But you don't know what planet's in there yeah. Yeah. with the thinking. We, so you have to guess the planet. Then you basically would accumulate points. Points, yes. Okay. So, I'm in on this. So, so somebody that is really good at it and really good at asking um, maybe questions that are crafted in a certain way. Like you're not like my planet has rings like yeah. something a little craftier than that yeah the per- you could keep the crown of captain planet my for planet. months on end my planet right? has a great red spot <laughs> yeah so mm. we'll keep score and then, so <laughs> the hints are dropped throughout by the by whoever the captain planet is throughout the the episode itself and then at maybe like this time in the episode like the tail half of the episode then that's when uh the two that aren't captain planet have you have to. They've listened. Your in. Yes, they have to. They get yeah. two okay. guesses. They get yeah. two questions, and then a guess. Okay. Two questions and then a guess. And if they fail to, if they fail it on the first try, they're out. So then it would defer to the other person. If they fail, then Captain Planet retains gets, the retains crown. the crown. Okay. Yeah. So right. and and uh, this was inspired. If they both fail, he the whoever is thou Captain Planet proceeds thou keepeth. Are we gonna rock paper scissor to who goes who who's yeah. first Captain Planet ever? Oh. Hold up we, about uh, that. So when you said rock, paper, scissors, though, it brought me back to the cartoon, which is they all put their rings together. <laughs> yeah. Our powers combined. Although I guess there's no like random, like it's, yeah. we all put our rings together and then we pull our hand back and we still don't know whose turn it is. Um, we should play the Captain Planet theme though. Wait, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna take pollution down to zero. You get the idea. Yeah, I remember the first a, part of that. Have a I, think, I feel like David watched that. I, I watched did, it yeah. for like, sure. Earth, yeah. wind, fire, <laughs> our powers combined. Oh yeah, I watched that stuff. Oh um, for sure, yeah. That was like totally eighties, nineties, like growing up. All right, I'm calling so, yeah. it right now. Let's go. Are we doing this right. through rock, paper, scissors? Yes. That's yeah. Who's the first, the, the first okay. Captain Planet? The first Captain Planet. So we all so three at the same you time. You got to go one, two, three, and then whatever you're doing. Okay. okay. All right. One, one two, two, three. Oh, wait. Shit. Is it normally right. on go? One, two, three, and then you do what you're going to yeah. do. Okay. 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 One, two, two, three. Oh, oh David yeah. covers us both. So yeah. David's the first Captain Planet. He's the yeah. first Captain Planet. Boom, bitches. All right. That's right. So should we skip Papers. right to the guess? So so in in a traditional uh, month, we would have you would have the like if it was you, you could drop hints. So do we want to start doing this next month? Yeah, and we could play yeah. it with uh, Mitch and yeah. Ward. We yeah. could. We F-52, could. Fifty two. Mitch so and Ward. Captain you're on. Planet next month. Who is Captain Planet? Yeah. yeah. So they it'll can. be a nice. It's a lot of pressure, month. Davo. Yep. Yeah, I know. 
first episode of Captain Planet. It'll yeah. be a good kickoff month um, for the our new game. I like it. I think it's fun. We used to yeah. do we, the, it. It in, it was inspired initially by a discussion David and I were having about we were actually at Eastern Kill with Julia. Yeah. Um, enjoying a f- fancy, tasty cocktail, and they had. Um, Oh shoot! What was it? We were talking about back in the early days when we were awkward with the podcast, and we did Planet of the Month. Planet of the Month. And so we would at the tail end discuss uh, a planet that was a part of our. It was predetermined. I like this. Would, this is more of a game. We can involve yeah. guests. Oh, absolutely! It's, it's going to be good. This yeah. is the evolution. So we, but we were we were laughing about that, right? We were like looking back, like how that was hilarious. We were just like, yeah. Saturn is. Um, <laughs> Four hundred. We, we honestly, <laughs> we should pull one of them up and just listen to it. Yeah, hilarious. I'll find one and we can plug it in, because um, it is funny. I want to hear our reaction. Um, but is your talking about how rings? we how we evolved? Is and, it a gas um, giant? Yeah. <laughs> My planet is first from the sun. <laughs> I think uh, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, it'll and be fun. this is much more like where we're at now with things. You know, it's. It is uh, fun. It's space themed. It's on. It's on theme, but it's much more light and organic, yeah. and yeah, um, and just a good time. So, all right, Let's and it's set the parameters for this though. Can like, if we get five minutes into ep fifty two, and I know who David's planet is, can I call it out at yeah. that, or do I do I yes. have to wait till the end of the show? No, you don't have to wait. All right, no. so I can that, win like out. five minutes in because that's okay. good. Like so, for next week, that's good competition for you and I. Like yeah. if he if like he drops a subtle hint and he's not even maybe like one of us just catches on. We're like, I have a pretty good. <laughs> we, feeling. we can like throw the red flag and be like, all right, I know who it is, and I'm, I'm throwing my challenge flag. Yep, I know what it but is. But you have to have the, my thing is, is you have to have it written down. So like Captain Planet, I'm gonna pick it. I have to pick it the week of the podcast that we're gonna record. write it down. Put it in your pocket. Write it down. I gotta. Bring it with me, and then it's going to be in an envelope, and we'll break open the envelope. Golden envelope. It'll be... Yeah. What do we win for this? An under, Underberg or like a a speciation ale or... like Or just um, the... Just the just yeah. the pride. Just the pride. And then, yeah. and then yeah. you carry the title the next yeah, week. Yeah, you carry the title. Month. Yeah. Yeah, because if, uh, if David is really good and like elusive with his clues and his hints, then... Um, yeah, he might be the crown champion for for quite some time. The the thing though about that com- competition side, like highly so like, unlikely. If five <laughs> minutes in, Nathan knows he thinks he knows. If you decide to throw your red challenge flag, so to speak, and, and say, you know what, I I'm gonna call it right now. David is Pluto, or not Pluto? It's not even arguably a planet, but uh, David whoa, is whoa, whoa. David is uh, Neptune. That's offensive. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Well, I, 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 I feel like we have to like put a parameter on this yeah. now is pluto a part of the game yeah i think it should be a part of it. even though it's yeah. not maybe considered a, it's still like a i mean it's close enough so pluto can be a part of it and but if you if you were to say that you're like i'm what about pretty convinced asteroid belt can you can you go asteroid belt mm, some nah, maybe I mean, once that's we a, that's another celestial body in the solar system asteroid belt and just, nothing specific you're just yeah, like the you're, asteroid you're the belt. asteroid belt. yeah okay fair enough i think that's good okay and you could also be the sun so I just say yeah. solar system. Anything within our solar system. Yes. And uh, I think if you were to jump in like that, you're so convinced. Now, the incentive for you to do this is that you theoretically are beating me to the punch. You're like, I can get this, so I don't have to wait till it goes to the so, guessing game. So wait a second. You're telling me we're, we've broken away from That's, Captain yeah, it's, Planet. It's no longer Captin Planet. So now though. it's anything in the solar system. It's, it it's got to be Captain Planet. So planets only. Planets only, man. Planets only. Sorry. <laughs> 
All right. Planets only. So you can get your ass back to California. What I was getting at, though, is if you jump in and you guess, you don't have the benefit of playing. You can't be like, I think I know what it is. Does your planet have... You just have to be like, your planet is Mars. And if you got it right, then you beat me to the punch and you become the next Captain Planet. But if you got it wrong, then you're you're instantly out. I feel like we need like a heavyweight battle belt for this. Like the underbelt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) yeah. All right. I like okay. it. It's and on. We'll, we'll theme it ba- based on the 19, um, late 1980s ca- like cartoon. I going to go with Saturn. I don't know. Just looking at him right now. Yeah. Well, it's like looking at two piss holes in a snowbank. The other thing about Captain Planet is that he, it was like the, it was like the kids, right? It was like magic school bus kind of, but with like a and recycling they, they would, guy. That was a yeah, good they, show. That was a really good show. There would be like some type of environmental issue that they had to solve. Yes. But it was like kids. Yeah. And then it was, he'd and come they, down and. Yeah. Yeah. Earth, wind, fire. <laughs> oh, yeah. Somebody, there's always like a villain that was trying to like destroy the environment. Yeah. And then yeah. Captain Planet would be on that shit. <laughs> yeah. He'd get it. Yeah. Captain Litter's lot. Yeah. He's back at it again. Dumps a lot. <laughs> Wait a second. When you think about it. He's back to his antics. When you think about it, like they. Polluting waters around the city. They put their <laughs> rings together. Yeah. And then he just all of a sudden appeared after they did that. What's going was on it, there, you think? Was it <laughs> Was it they who brought forth the captain of the planets? It may be. Captain Planet. It is. I wonder who he... he it's like, what... Uh, hmm. Where does he come from? <laughs> yeah. What planet does he come from? He's an alien. You know? He's blue. He's got blue. He's blue. He's with green hair. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Or is he just a guy with body paint? <laughs> no one ever said. No one ever asked, why, where the hell does this guy come from? But no, that's going to be a fun game to play, especially next month with the Speciation crew. Excited for next month, guys. Me too. Well, actually, yeah. it's only a couple weeks away. Yeah, it's because it's early. Yeah. We're recording a little uh, third week in January, and we're recording... First week. First well, beginning of second week just yeah very beginning of the second week of february so it's going to be yeah. a short turnaround and it'll be really fun yeah. um to interview ward and mitch at speciation so in the meantime be sure to check us out on apple podcasts and review us rate us if you like uh that's the best one to do it most people utilize that for their podcast platform but we're also on all the others as well um and check us out on the website www.eclipseontap.space just renewed for another year and so we are uh, right. being cheap, so check us out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Website hosting has, uh, is no longer... We need a website host sponsor. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it's, uh, it's a little bit pricey. But we, we like the website, and we, get, um, we feel like it offers a, a nice central spot uh, for us to share our, our stuff. And then, uh, of course, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Eclipse on Tap. Check it out. Yeah. Send us a tweet. Send, send us, us send us a, a photo as as we usually try to uh even like a tweet would we, be cool. Yeah. Give I mean, D Will some ideas for yeah. Mr. Planet. That's yes. true too. Yeah. Send you can email us. You could uh yeah, send us a, a photo on uh do whatever you want. Send us a letter. If you want to send us a letter, you can <laughs> tell your mail me. Mail me uh, between the next couple of weeks. I'll I'll be able to figure out a planet for the month. But Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, no, that'll be a great time and we're very much looking forward to it. So with that said, we will uh, roll out episode 51 and uh, look forward to 52 here in the month of February coming up in just a couple weeks. Cheers, Cheers everybody. Cheers, y'all.